Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but it's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. What do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. 
I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. I'm on a journey to heal and get better in all areas of life, and I want to do it with you. Welcome to Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, where we improve and heal all parts of our lives, most importantly, our health. Heal Squad by Maria Menunos, your life improvement series starts now. Heal Squad, grief is truly one of the most difficult things to navigate. It is an emotional roller coaster. And in this episode, Maria actually shares how she's navigated and continues to navigate the grief of losing her mom and how she still stays connected to her mom. It's actually the two year anniversary of Maria's mom's passing this week. So we wanted to share this really special episode in hopes that it would help you help a loved one, help a friend. So please enjoy and share it with someone you think could benefit. We love you heal squad. Thank you for everything. Thanks for keeping us going and sending you so much love. Hey guys, coming up, we are talking all about, oh my God, we cover a lot of things. We cover gynos and weird stuff like that, but um, <laughs> don't laugh, Kelsey. Uh, we also talk about um, uh, my uncle's passing and how um, this week we are going to be covering a lot of death and grief and how to handle it. So if you are going through it, this is your week to listen. And today we are chatting all about that. Don't forget to subscribe. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. Better Together. Better when you, Together. When you know better, you get better. That's <laughs> what we do here every single day. Our quote for today. When the universe takes something from your grasp, it is not punishing you, but merely opening your hands to receive something better. That's from Serena Dyer. Ooh. And then how could I say no to the Wayne Dyer I quote, know, Kelsey? Right? Kelsey did the... Or you cannot always control what goes on outside, but you can always control what goes on inside. Woof. Thank you, Wayne Dyer. Thank you, Dyers. Hill Squad, it's going to be a great week. I am very, very excited about this week's shows. So, so this is the week for anybody who has lost someone or is in process of losing someone. This is your week. Listen to the entire week. It will give you so much peace. It will give you so many new tools to grab onto to help you through this journey. And I'm just super excited because I need it right now too. So in the throes of the interview with the girls, my uncle was dying. That morning they decided to kind of pull the life support stuff. And I was calling my dad and sending him over to the hospital. And, you know, Kelsey was like, you got to tell the story. And I was like, okay. So I'll tell everybody the story. This is just us, Heal Squad. It's a good story. So um, I was coaching my cousins through the journey. And when I was back there, <clears throat> when I was back there, I went to see my uncle in the hospital and he was complaining he hadn't slept. Hospitals don't really let you really sleep. 
and he was in a lot of pain. And so I, you know, I said to him, I said, Theo, I know why you're in pain. Um, and I'm hatching a plan with the kids to figure out like how to get you out of pain. And, you know, I took care of my mom. I know, I know what's going on with you just so you know. And he was like, okay. And I said, can I try something? He said, yeah. So I got the nurse to give me a face cloth and I drenched it in hot water and then I squeezed it out. You got to squeeze it out guys. And then I placed it on his eyes and then I just started stroking his head and I did it in like a meditative way. So it was like one, 1,000, two, 1,000. Did I tell the story already? No, no, not on the show. Okay. Uh-uh. And uh, within four to five strokes, he was out like a light for two hours. And then I did it again after they, the nurses had to do some stuff with him. So um, the next day he was asking his daughter, can you do what Maria did? <laughs> it was so cute. She texted me and I'm like, oh my God, I love him so much. So flash forward to, uh, we interview Serena and Sage and we're talking about death and how you choose how you want to go through grief and, um, or that you can choose, you have options. It was a beautiful episode, right? Because we both lost the most important people in our lives or all three of us did their dad and my mom. And I went back into the kitchen a couple hours later, I check in and uh, apparently they're all in the room with him. And so I FaceTime my dad and he's like, Maria, he's sleeping. They gave him morphine. I said, it's okay. I just want to say hi. So he puts the camera up to him and I'm like, hi, Theo. I love you. Like really happy. And he opened his eyes. I love you. I love you. I love you. And I swear my dad must have gotten uncomfortable that he opened his eyes or something. I don't know. And he pulled the phone away and he goes, okay, that's enough. And I'm like, like, I swear he probably would have, he could have talked. I don't think he really would have, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. he was enjoying yeah. it. He was alert. And, um, and then I hung up and within 15 or 20 minutes he had passed. And so I immediately started praying and I was praying for him to, you know, have a good ascent. And I heard him giggling and I heard him say, thank you like twice, might've been three times, but I heard him giggling and in his giggle. And I was like, Oh, this is cool. Okay. And you know, Violetta came into the kitchen and then you come into the kitchen, Kelsey. And I'm telling Kelsey the story. Cause I was like, Oh my God, I can't believe he opened his eyes. It was like amazing. Um, my dad's caretaker texted me and said, no, he opened his eyes for you. He didn't, he was asleep before. And I was like, oh, wow. So text, I'm telling Kelsey this live. And all of a sudden, Max, my shepherd, starts going ballistic on us, diving on us, pulling my my hand, biting at my hand and pulling me like Lassie would. Like jumping up yeah. on us. And remember, yeah. I was like, I did say at one point, um, like, Lassie, <laughs> where are you taking me? Where's the danger, Lassie? Yeah. And I literally said, where's the danger, Lassie? Because I always wanted Lassie to save me. <laughs> um, and so he's doing this. And I'm like, I don't know what to do, guy. I don't know what, what your problem is. So then Violetta came back in the room. I go, Violetta, I feel like he, there's something going on here with my uncle and maybe even my mom. Something's going on here. And then I realized, oh, the only time Max has ever behaved like this 
is when he has super high anxiety on a walk. He gets really freaked out and he like jumps all over us and grabs us and begs us to take him home. And so he's never been like this in the house. I swear my uncle was in the room with me. He was in the room with us. Oh, yeah. Oh, and Violetta, yeah. you, all of you were like, yep, I mean, I had the chills all the way down my body because he was freaking out. Well, and nonchalantly, Violetta's like, oh, yeah, you know, like souls, souls stay on earth. Like he definitely sees them. Violetta was just so cool and calm and collected about it. We were like, yeah. 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 Like they kind of do their rounds. Mm-hmm. And I really think he came to say thank you. I do too. And... I don't know. It makes me so emotional. It was really sweet. It was. It was. And I think too, Maria, it's like the the story that, why that really stuck with me too about you um, not being afraid to like when he was kind of before he took his last breath, like you were in there still being happy and telling him how much you loved him. Mm-hmm. I think so often we're just like, we're scared. We don't want to disturb them. We don't, but like he opened his eyes. He felt mm. safe with you. He felt so comfortable and so happy. And you want them to go. And you were like that with your mom too. Yeah. Up until the very end, smiling, talking to her, telling everyone, hey, she can still hear you. Yeah. You know, and I think that that's such a good lesson for everybody. It's like, they're still there and they're still always going to be with us. Yeah. So, you know, bring them <clears> to <throat> the end. Like, tell them you love them. Make them smile. I don't know. I thought that was really special. Yeah, I felt kind of like almost he... He felt um, like a little lifted in yeah. that moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. No, I do too. Um, because, you know, everyone there in the room, understandably, is going to be sad and crying. And they're like basically saying goodbye. Um, and I, you know, it's it's a different thing than with my mom, right? With my mom, we knew where we were going. You know, in this situation, it kind of just happened quickly and... And, um, you know, it's a lot to grapple with really fast. So understandably, everybody's sad. But I think, I don't know, as I kind of look back, that's how I feel. I feel like he was like, okay, everything's going to be okay. I think so too. It was wild though. Because Mary Ann DeMarco told me that Max sees my mother. And that my mother, um, that if he's ever staring off in like a weird way, she's like, you'll know he's staring at your mom. And my mom, he knows, he recognizes. He doesn't recognize my uncle. He's never met him. So that's why I think he was freaking out. So crazy. Then also, I'll tell you. So I was talking with Alyssa and I was going to call my cousin Peter and be like, hey, should could we do like a virtual glass of wine together? But I knew that he was exhausted and he was probably going to just conk right out after all of that. So I didn't bother him. But um, I said, Alyssa, let's do a a glass of wine in his honor tonight. She said, okay. I go, you know, I kind of just want to be by myself for a little bit. I have to go make a return. I'm going to go make a return. So I, um, and I had to pick something up. I had to get a scarf at H&M for my trip. So anyway, I go to the mall and I'm like, hey, going to the mall. And uh, I'm going to like H&M at like a five o'clock. Like what a shit show this is going to be. No, thank you. And so I asked my mom, I didn't tell you the story, right? No. I asked my mom for help. I go, mom, I know this is a stupid thing to ask for, but like, can you make it not be a shit show for me? I don't think I can handle that right now. I need a peaceful experience. That's kind of part of why I'm going because like whenever someone in our life has gone through something hard, like when Roxy had broken up Mm -hmm. with her boyfriend, Mm -hmm. we took her to the mall. (laughs) 
gets your head off of it. It just kind of like, it just does something. Yeah. Anyway, when I was recovering from brain surgery, Kevin would walk me at the mall, mostly because it was air conditioned and there's space to walk. Right. But anyway, the mall's kind of just become our thing. We've written all our books there. Oh and, my God, I didn't know that. Oh yeah, because you have the food court. Oh, if you're ever working on a project, gosh. you go to the mall and you sit there because you have food court and bathrooms and you just constantly can feed yourself and keep working. That's There's no amazing. ordering, going out, hiccups. You know, it's like I love so that. easy. So I go into H&M. And there's nobody in there really. And I'm like, oh, wow, this is amazing. And it's clean. It's not like it normally is. It's pristine and beautiful. Stop. And um, and this is the same H&M you go to? All the time. Oh, my God. <laughs> and um, I started going to another one like in Century City because that one's like more yeah. humane. Yeah, this one was just crazy. <laughs> um, and now I love the app, as you know, because I love H&M. It's just some stores cannot be, you know. So... It's beautiful. I go in, I try something on, I go to the register. As I'm waiting in the line for a second, it was just one person ahead. The other person left and the two of us just split to the register. So I didn't even have to wait. I go up, we're doing our thing. I have returns, I have buys. I turn around, there's a line forming behind me. I'm like, oh, thank God I got her when I did. Not thinking. So get my stuff. I go downstairs in the um, escalator because I had to go there to um, exit. The line is out the door into the mall. No way. I shit you not. I was like, <gasps> thank you, mom. I was like, thank you, mom. And then I was like walking out. I go, no, I got to go help them. So I went back to towards the end of the line. I go, hey, guys, there's no line upstairs at the other registers. And oh, like, you're awesome. Oh, my God. Thank you. That's awesome. <laughs> I was like, these people are going to be here all night. Yeah, no, thanks. And so, yeah, so you can always ask your your loved ones for a little bit of help. I've asked for parking karma with my mom. <laughs> mom, I'm really tired. Can you help me with a parking spot? Boom. That's so funny. I'll so, do that with my grandma, too. Do you? Hey, oh, yeah. My mom, I... I was doing something like that where it was like, hey, can you help me find a whatever? And my mom was like, do not use it on that. And I was like, I can use it on however I want to exactly. use it. Right? It's their choice whether they want to come through or not. Exactly. Exactly. Um, no. So, yeah, it's um, it's interesting. Like, um, you know, my uncle passed. He's 91. He had a good life. Um, my dad is hanging in, shockingly. He's super sad, obviously. And all he really had was going over to my uncle's and having a glass of wine with him. So it's going to really hit soon and be really, really hard. Um, and I'm sad that I can't be there for him right now because I have to work. Someone's got to pay the bills. Um, and it's not like I have a job where it's consistent where I can be like, oh, I can take off tomorrow. This is a one-time gig. Like you can't just take a day off of Amsterdam. It's, yeah. It's not easy. Yeah. Um, and I know he wouldn't want me to. Nope. Like my mom always said, Maria, life is for the living. She's like, once we're gone, she's like, it doesn't matter. It's just the show for everybody else. My cousins know I was there for them. My uncle knows I was there. My mm -hmm. aunt knows I was there for them. Um, I don't need to be there for, I didn't, I didn't even want to go to my mom's own stuff, as you remember. Oh, I remember. Yeah. Um, because I know my mom didn't care. Oh. I know my mom wouldn't have cared at all. All. And you were there for her when you need, like, that yeah. wasn't for her. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. always the show. So, um, so uh, you know, it has made me feel safe that he is doing okay. Um, and he's trying to keep busy. It's what he does. He just puts himself in a work, which I understand, you know. 
Um, but, um, yeah, it's just, and, you know, beware of the pile on. So, you know, cause a lot of people like we're all, we'll, we'll all do it at different times, but it's like first this, then this, then that guys, it's going to all happen. I was telling my friend last night. I'm like, a good point. yeah, shit happens. Yeah. That's life. Yeah. Unfortunately, like if you keep doing the, I'm going to call all of my friends and tell them all, here's poor me. My uncle died a week and a half later. My mom got diagnosed. Then, I mean, there's, you can state a fact, but the more you live in it is my point. Like I've stated this. I'm like, okay, so here's the last five years for us. My uncle gets cancer in January. By August, he passes. Then my mom gets diagnosed a week and a half later. Then we go on the journey with my mom. A couple of months later, I get diagnosed with a brain tumor. I get brain surgery. Then after that, we, you know, went through that whole harrowing journey. We get co- the COVID happens. My parents get COVID, you know, then we go through that journey. My mom passes. Then I have to go home and put her dog down. And, and that was excruciating. And now, you know, a few months later, my uncle passes. So yes, that story sounds horrible, right? So my point is, yes, all of that is fact. But if you live in it, A, I think you kind of invite the pile on to continue. I agree. Um, but B, someone always has it worse. So it's like, we just have to be grateful for every day that we have. Yep. Try to live without regrets. Do all the things that will make it so you don't have regrets. Um, and one, what was one of the Dire Sisters? I'm trying to find this quote. They said, we do not get in life what we want. We get in life what we are. Right. So like you're saying, if you're continuing, if you're being that pylon, if you're continuing to add to that, we get in life mm-hmm. what we are. So it's like, let's, you know, acknowledge it. It's important to acknowledge it because I think that like stuffing it down and ignoring it is not yeah. good either. So like ha- emote, have your emotions. But then like the other thing that they said right at the big top of the show, we can choose sooner. Right. Mm-hmm. We can choose sooner to move on to like continue on with yeah. our life. Yeah. So. My mom was like, huh. I listened back to audios of my mom because before she went into surgery, I recorded tons of things because I didn't know what the heck was brain surgery. Who has brain surgery? And I asked her a lot of intense questions. I was like, what if something happens to you? Like, what would you want at the funeral? Maria, the funeral is for everybody else. It's for the show. Don't spend money. Okay. I don't care. And, um, love her. Yeah. She just was like, you know, when she's just, you know, her mom was dying and I was in a hospital in France dying too, in a different way. Um, they thought I had SARS and whatever. I was not okay. Mm -mm. And she couldn't go see my grandmother. Like she couldn't go be there after she passed because she was like, life is for the living. Yes. I'm devastated to lose my mom. My mom was devastated every day. She talked about my mom, her grandmother my grandmother, her mother. But she was like, I have to be there for Maria now. Maria's alive. And so I just like learned so much from her and from my dad because my dad just proves like, okay, life moves on. Unfortunately, it sucks. But, you know, you got to keep moving forward. Yeah. Like Rocky said, it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. Life's going to keep hitting. And if you just keep falling to your knees every time, and it doesn't mean you can't mourn. I'm not saying any of that. I mourned. I've walked around like a zombie around my house the last few months, like in complete and utter shock. I literally would look at my mom's picture every day and be like, mom, how the fuck are you not here? I can't even, I can't even comprehend this. Like, this is insane to me. But 
still go to work. You still do your thing. Cry when you cry. And, um, but you gotta, you gotta have the mentality at least of, okay, now what? Now what? I want to know, Maria, for you with the Dire Sisters, were there a couple of things that like really, really stuck out to you that you were like, oh my God, I, or either I do that too, or I connect with that? So much, but I don't want to ruin the episodes. <laughs> oh, good point. I guess this is yeah. before. I was like, don't ah! give them the quotes, Kelsey. Sorry. That was just a little tease. Little tease. Just a little tease. Okay, then here's my other question for you. Okay. So when you, I think a lot of us with the whole like looking for signs with, because mm-hmm. you know, someone, someone passes on and your relationship just changes with them. It's like- they're still there, but it's different, right? So like for you with your mom, what are some things that you do or look for or how do you ask? And we've talked about this a little bit before, but I would love to hear just kind of like how you see it and how your relationship has like, you know, evolved. Well, that's really funny because I'm curious. Tomorrow is her six months because this is airing the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what am I doing? I talk to her throughout the day. Um, you know, I pray for her every night and tell her I love her. Um, I ask her to help me at (laughs) H&M. And she does. Um, I yelled at her to help my uncle. I was like, mom. And she was like, there's nothing I can do, Maria. I I think she said, I can do anything. And I go, yes, you can. And so then he kind of took a turn the next day and I'm like, okay, thank you. Let's go. But, um... Uh, my cousin actually said she talked to my mom too and was like, I know you want him up there, but no. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, my mom, oh, she loved him. Loved him. Um, you know, I yesterday I asked for a sign. I said, um, oh, I asked her for the signs for the kids, I think. See, sometimes I ask and then I forget. <laughs> so I'm going to have to re-ask her. Um, but, um, yeah, I don't remember, but I haven't, like, I'm still cultivating all of this. I'm still, still forming it all. But I will say after connecting with her, with Marianne and after, um, reading, uh, the Dyer sisters book unknown, what is the it? knowing, the knowing, mm-hmm. um, I turned the corner on like the deep morning because I remember being at Lisa's, um, Lisa Bilio's from Impact Theory and Women of Impact last month. And I stayed to the end and I was just like guttural crying with her. Um, doesn't mean I don't cry. Like right now I want to cry again. But that kind of deep sorrow because Brian Mahan, um, our, our better together trauma specialist, was just saying, he's like, you're in deep grief. Like, and I was like, yeah, okay. And so I feel like I'm turning the corner. Yeah. And I think that that book helped. So if anybody is um, watching or listening to this right now and you've gone through a death, this book will be really, really helpful, I think, um, just to sh- see the journey of the girls losing such a powerful figure for all of us um, and and sharing his teachings and uh, and then you can share this with other people too. I think it, I think this is gonna be a really, really big week for anybody. It was funny, um, not funny. 
Somebody I know, oh, Michelle Pomelika, who um, was on the show as well, mm-hmm. said, I'm going to be watching because, um, you know, she just lost um, as well. So, yeah. I think it's powerful, too, for, you know, even if you haven't recently lost someone or, you know, it's like there's so many incredible nuggets in there <clears> from <throat> you, Maria, and from the girls that, like, I said this after the show, but I'm like, I cry. I was crying in here. I was laughing in here. We're like using bounty paper towels. I'm running Maria bounty paper towels. Like there's just so much to gain um, from this whole week. So I'm really excited for everyone too. Me too. But you know what we want the update on? Your new makeup bag that you got that's Mm. like compartmentalizes everything. I was like, damn, I need that. I know. So I wanted to figure out how to do this professionally for people so that you could order your pieces and your kit could be created because this is a lot of work to make it yourself. Um, and so I just don't have enough time. But yeah, I I depotted things and I created my kit so that everything I need when I travel is in there because I'm also working when I travel. So I have to have like camera makeup. It's just more than if I was just a regular human, I would be like, okay, here's my couple things and then I'm done. I mean, it really isn't that much different because everybody wants to just look their best, but, um, but there are just next level kind of things. The makeup kit came out really good actually, because I bought that thing on Amazon and we all saw it. I ziplocked things because it's material inside and I'm like, oh, it's going to get dirty so fast. Uh. So I did one compartment was all my like skin, toothpaste, everything I need on the bathroom sink. The middle was any makeup that couldn't be in the box kit, depotted like mascara, eyelash curler, and that kind of thing. Boom, in the middle. And then in the third compartment, it was all my hair stuff, like curling serum, straightening stuff, volumizing, dry shampoo, hairspray, boom. I put the brushes on the top piece, little tweezers and little scissors, and then the makeup box will go right on the top. And then I just did a little pouch with like my medicines because you travel, I don't know, maybe it's just me. There's so many things to bring. What if I get a bug bite? I need my Benadryl. What if I, you know, have an allergy attack? I need to bring my Zyrtec. And then what if like blah, blah, blah. So I've got my medicine bag. Right. Um, well, especially when you're in a different country too, because yeah. like I remember being in Iceland and being really like sick and I had to go find ginger. I, it was impossible. Yeah. You know, so it's like when you're going out of country, like you need these just in case sort of things. You went to Iceland? Yeah. It was, a, it was a brief layover from when I was in London on my way home. So you didn't go to Iceland. We stopped. We stopped in Reykjavik. You just sounded way too cool. 24 you're like, hours. When I was in Iceland and I was sick and I needed turmeric. Well... You were at an airport, yo. I was there for a day. 24 hours. But no. Did you stay in a hotel? I want to go back for a day. For literally 20. It was like an airport hotel. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. You never (laughs) left the airport, Kelsey. Uh, Okay. Airport hotel. Uh That's leaving the airport. I'm dead. Did you just not all hear how I knew she was just at the airport before she even mentioned the word airport? (laughs) Okay. But I still was told I'm super psychic. She's psychic. Anyways, point still point being coming home from London, which I was I was there for a year, so that's cool, right? Anyways, couldn't find anything. So it's hard to pack for those sort of things yeah. when you're like, I'm gonna have an asthma attack and I don't know yeah. how I'm gonna find any of my stuff I need. Yeah, need everything. Yeah. 
As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Yeah. yeah. Briotech is my favorite thing ever. Like even my sliced fingers they actually healed really quickly with um, the Briotech and the Neosporin. I used both because oh, I was desperate. Because your two fingers, you don't realize how badly you need them until you slice them. Yeah, I almost threw up yesterday when you said how she she sliced them on like a yogurt container. Yeah, I was trying to get the yogurt container off and it wouldn't. So then I, I tried to turn it, nope. which was really dumb. And then mm -mm. I hurt myself. Well, I have more Briotech for you. So you can bring on your trip. Yeah, I need to get the mouthwash. I love it. Because... Big fan. I like the idea of killing any bad bacteria. If there's something like, you know, when your gum is swollen yep. or something like that, I really need it. Well, you were the one who taught me. I mean, obviously we all know that oral health is important, but you were the one who was like, it, it is everything. Mm -hmm. Like it is everything. And then Gabby Piccarelli talked about it on the show too. It's like, you can't, don't mess with your mouth. Mm -mm. Oh, I was, <laughs> I was having lunch with Dimitri yesterday on set and I go, stick out your tongue. I go, your tongue is white. <gasps> and I go, you know everything by someone's tongue and their poop and their pee. So I like look at everything all the time. <laughs> and so his tongue is super white because he's super anemic. His lips are like white. And oh. then I realized that's why I have no color on my lips. Like I have to put lip liner on all the time because I have no lips otherwise. Oh, wow. I have no color. Huh. They're like white blue. And I didn't realize why mine were like that. I thought like, oh, just they just must have faded or something weird happened. I don't know. And Anemic, uh, who knew? Yeah. Up your red meat, sister. Oh my God. I have to schedule my colonoscopy and my endoscopy officially. I'll go with you. I'll probably need it. We'll, we'll fly to Pooja's dad. I don't want Pooja's dad looking at my butt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's a good point. <laughs> no, you know what the best is? Rachel's dad, God rest his soul. Um, I was like, all your family, your family is, you know, they're all doctors. One's a colonoscopy doctor, whatever. The other one's, her dad's a heart surgeon. And uh, I go, your people have seen all of our private parts. <laughs> I go, my dad's butt, Kevin's butt, your, you know, your brother-in-law, your dad's seen my boobies. Like, oh my this is so weird. <laughs> she like would laugh all the time. Did. But um, yeah, I, uh, I was like, I have to have a female because I saw the guy. And he's amazing. Right. But I'm like, I really, if I have a choice over someone putting a pipe in my butt or whatever it's going to be, tubes, I think I'd prefer to be oh, a woman. Don't get me started. I have a male uh, gyno and like, he's good, but 
No. Every time. How I'm do like, you do that? I, how? I just suck how? it up. I just, how? I don't know. How? <laughs> I don't know. How? Just the thought of it puts me in a panic attack. I know. Every time I'm like, can I get a girl? Like, can I switch to a woman? But and what do they say? They're, she's always slammed. She's the one female over there, like in there. And I'm like, At whatever. UCLA? Yeah. In my little, little unit, whatever I go to. Go somewhere else. I know. Your insurance <laughs> will take you. Yeah. He's all right. Um, <laughs> I can't. I can't even imagine. <laughs> Scoot down, okay. Spread them wider. Literally, I would die. <laughs> I die anyway, yeah, and it's a female. I, I don't know. want anybody in there. <laughs> it's so 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 horrible. I don't know if it's that bad for guys. Guys, they probably just I think they just hold their balls and then they make them cough, right? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and oh no, but I do think they put their finger in their butt, so they do get it. They do get um, violated a little. <laughs> I, I just want guys to be as violated as I us. I agree. It should be fair. <laughs> <laughs> it's only fair. They're like playing with our boobs, putting things in our vaginas. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Where did this episode go? <laughs> it started It started so innocent. <laughs> I mean, it's true. It is true. It is true. Pooja, do you have a male or a female gyno? She's like, I don't have one. I don't go. And now we're going to yell at you. Go ahead. Uh, no, I have a female gyno. If I had a male gyno, I think I'd also just die. Be unwell. <laughs> I literally would be so unwell. I don't know how you do that, Kelsey. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm literally having a panic attack inside of my body at the idea that you have a man, which <laughs> now I'm going to get all the hate from all the male gynos, <laughs> but I mean, I, I feel know. like they understand. Yeah. It's um, pretty understandable. Yeah. I mean, the, I, I have know. so many people who are like, Oh no, I don't care. He's amazing. And I'm like, how? I mean, he's fine. I'm sure they're great. I just is he don't old? Want that he's not old. Old. That would make me more comfy if they were old. Old. He's yeah. like he's like fifty. Oh my god, no, <laughs> no. I mean, I think what makes me feel better about it is Dr. Aaron was like, oh, yeah, he delivered my kids and stuff, and so I'm like, I mean, he. They just the thing is, they've seen so many, they don't care. But yeah, I don't know. I just try and block it out every time. I don't, I don't want to get in your head about it. I'm glad that you're happy and it's okay. I mean, it's whatever. I have lots of traumas. <laughs> I can't. Yeah. Like I mean, literally can't. No. Well, I'll keep you guys posted on the journey. Maybe I'll find a female. Oh my God. We'll help yes. you find a female. I'm getting uncomfortable even thinking about that. I, I literally can't believe you do that. It's awful. No, no. Yeah. It's the worst. It's hard being a girl, you guys. It really is. It really is. We deal with a lot. <laughs> A lot. Where did this episode go? Oh my God. Wait, I have a great story. Speaking of being a girl, you guys are going to lose your mind. This is like slightly off topic, but like kind of still on topic. I have a friend who's a teacher, Mm -hmm. right? And she teaches kindergarten and she had a dad come in the other day and tell her that but they hadn't even like started school or whatever. And not the other day. So this was, must've been a couple months ago. And he told her that he does not want to teach. She doesn't, he doesn't want her to teach his son anything that's like going to be anti white male. And she was like, wait, what? And he was like, I'm just prefacing this before you start school like that. You know, white males are like being, you know, ostracized right now or whatever. And I don't want you to teach anything. And she was like, this is kindergarten. Like, like what, what do you think is going to come up? That, right. Like it's ABC's colors. How crazy. Cra- she was like, I felt so uncomfortable. Like as like a female, just like, she was like, wait, what? Anyway, mm-hmm. she ended up telling him she was uncomfortable and that he needed to leave. But 
It, I, yeah, craziness. That's great that you did that, though. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I feel like. Good. I was, like, proud of Yeah. I was, like, I'm very proud. That's but anyways, awesome. Craziness. You're making me uncomfortable. I know. Anyways, that was that came up this morning, and I was like, "What?" Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, but you know what? Um, it's just a, a an interesting time for people. So um, schools are changing curriculums and teaching kids. You know, and and it's just so hard to know. Yeah. What the right thing is, and mm-hmm. and everyone's gonna have opinions on what they want and what they don't want. Totally. These poor teachers, though. I'm like, oh god. Yeah be so hard it's bananas b-a-n-a-n-a-s it's great all right well everybody we covered a lot of things today (laughs) (laughs) we really did forgive us for our crassness (laughs) um and uh if you haven't joined us on patreon we just had a really really great heel event so every month we do these heel events led by one of the amazing guests that we have so yogini um jayma <clears throat> Excuse me, my okay. inhaler is killing my throat. Ugh. We did another heel event. <clears throat> Damn. With uh Yogini Jama. Do you hear it? <clears throat> I do. Um Your throat's like, we're done. Yeah. Uh we did a heel event with Yogini Jama, guys. And um and she introduced everyone to Yoga Nidra. And of course, my uncle literally had just passed. So um, I stepped out of that one, but Kelsey said everybody loved it. It was amazing. And let me tell you guys quickly, Maria, sorry to cut you off, mm-hmm. but I'm the way I'm editing it, I'm giving you guys the whole um, YouTube version of it so you can watch from start to finish because she does Q&A at the end and at the beginning she gives like a little overview, but I'm also editing just the audio mm-hmm. of the um, Yoga Nidra for you guys so you can save that to your phone and just listen to the audio the best. every night. Oh. So awesome. So if you haven't joined us on Patreon, $10 a month. $10 a month. That's like two Starbucks coffees, um, which you guys know I don't really drink Starbucks, but I have it today. Um, two coffees, $10 a month gets you ad-free shows, an extra bonus show a week, and the monthly heel events. So do not uh, miss the opportunity because at some point we're going to shut those doors and keep it... Um, and try to get that kind of exclusivity to you guys. And then we're going to have to up that be up that a little bit at some point. So jump in now while you can. It's a really great community, really great group. Um, it's like the super heel squad. So come join us. Um, click the link tree in my Instagram and or better together with Maria's in the meantime, before my voice crops out on me, be nice people make good choices and be present. This podcast and all related content published or distributed by or on behalf of Maria Menunos or mariamenunos.com is for informational purposes only and may include information that is general in nature and that is not specific to you. Any information or opinions expressed or contained herein are not intended to serve as or replace medical advice, nor to diagnose, prescribe, or treat any disease, condition, illness, or injury, and you should consult the healthcare professional of your choice regarding all matters concerning your health, including before beginning any exercise, weight loss, or healthcare program. If you have or suspect you may have a healthcare emergency, please contact a qualified healthcare professional for treatment. Any information or opinions provided by a guest expert or host featured within website or on company's podcast are their own, not those of Maria Menounos or the company. Accordingly, Maria Menounos and the company cannot be responsible for any results or consequences or actions you may take based on information or opinions.